0: Today, some of our best segments from the Global Lane. Two years have now passed since Raul Castro stepped down from the presidency in Cuba. You'd think life would be getting a bit easier for Christians there, but not so. A new wave of persecution is occurring against new Christians and evangelists in the country's prisons. Well, here to fill us in is Patrick Klein. He's executive director of Vision Beyond Borders. Patrick, always good to see you, brother. So tell us. What's happening to those accepting and sharing Christianity in prison in Cuba?
1: Thanks, Gary, good to see you. Um, Actually, they're being persecuted. We are hearing that the guards are actually tearing up Bibles, destroying the Bibles in the prison. Uh, But in spite of that, people are coming to faith and we've heard that they've actually broken up the Christian community and sent them to other prisons throughout the island. Well, what are they telling
0: you about the reason they're doing this all of a sudden, why now?
1: I think they're really concerned. We'd heard that uh, a couple months ago that the, the Christians are starting to band together. The denominations are working together and saying, hey, we're the minority here. Let's work together. And the government is really scared that now the Christians will try to take over the country.
0: They're really that frightened of Christians there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. You know, it's, it's amazing. You know, even when we go in and we bring supplies in, they, they try to stop us, try to take the even Bibles away. Uh, but we did have on one of the recent trips, we had a lady that was stopped with Bibles and the man came in there in plastic cellophane he opened, the customs official actually opened up the Bible, and he stood there and he read the Bible for about 10 minutes, Gary. He just read the Word of God. He finally just set it down, and, and he walked away. And, and our friend said, Lord, if you send him back, I'll give him a Bible. But then all of a sudden, she was released to go.
0: Patrick, what happens to those Bibles? Do they destroy them? Do they read them? Uh, what, what happens to them?
1: Well, we're hearing right now in the prison that they're actually destroying those Bibles. But, you know, it seems like sometimes people are reading them. And, you know, even though we've had opposition and customs, we're seeing some of the, the guards are actually open. And when they see the Christians, Christians coming in with Bibles and supplies, they let us go through. So we never know from time to time what's going to happen.
0: Well, I've been there, and I know there are a lot of strong believers in Cuba. So tell me, are existing house churches still being demolished and closed? And are we seeing any new churches popping up?
1: We're seeing more and more churches popping up, but, you know, in the, in the house churches, if the music is too loud or the preaching's too loud or the neighbors complain, then the, the government comes in and shuts them, shuts them down. So it's you never know from day to day what's going to happen. So when people go and plan a new church or churches established, they try to build relationships with their neighbors right away to get on their good side and try to do nice things to them, for them and help them. And what we're seeing is the church is really growing in Cuba. It's amazing. They keep planting more churches, keep reaching out, and it's exciting. They're, they're very joyful. And the thing, Gary, is they're very grateful for the help. And, you know, Raul Castro,
0: of course, is still in control of the Communist Party, the Cuban military. But any indication that religious freedom may improve under President Miguel Diaz-Canel? Uh, he's had two years now to make things better.
1: You know, it's, we're not seeing any signs of it getting any better, but we just feel like they, they actually have told us, we feel like we have a couple years of window before they're going to come out with a new constitution, which will really be against the church. So they believe that persecution is really going to get worse and worse down there. But in the meantime, they just keep preaching the gospel and, and doing all they can to reach uh, their friends, their neighbors with the gospel. Um, we're even hearing stories of, you know, police watching some of the believers, you know, pastor. Uh, passing by their houses. They really have a lot of opposition, but in spite of the opposition, they, they are growing. Um, pray for them, right now is a very difficult time with the COVID because there is no public transportation. We're hearing about some people that went to get chicken the other day, and it was actually 10 hours that they had to wait to get chicken. And then when they got the chicken, it was very, very small. And so if there's food shortages down there. And so just keep praying for them and, and just uh, you know pray for them. And if you can, help support them.
2: Are you or a loved one between the ages of 50 to 80 years old? If you are younger than 80 years old, do you receive social security, disability, or Medicare? If you answered yes, you may qualify for $30,000 in funeral insurance for only pennies a day. The average funeral costs around $11,000 and social security only pays $255, leaving your loved ones to pay the balance. Call now to see if you qualify for $30,000 in funeral expense coverage from Senior Legacy Life. Your rate will never increase. Your benefits will never decrease, and there is no medical exam, even if you have a free existing disease or illness. Don't be a financial burden to your family. Lock in your rate by completing an application over the phone right now. Will you qualify for funeral insurance up to $30,000 for only pennies a day? Find out for free by calling Senior
3: Legacy Life. Call 1-800-914-7690. That's 1-800-914-7690. 1-800-914-7690. Attention! If you currently do not get health insurance through your employer, or if you do not have health insurance, or if you just got divorced or married, had a baby, moved, or lost your health insurance coverage, listen closely. You are eligible for a new health care plan using Health Insurance America. A family of four can make up to $97,000 a year and still qualify for a new health care plan. Get coverage for doctor visits, prescriptions, hospital, dental, and vision for as little as $25 a week with co-pays as low as $0. Health insurance rates have nearly doubled in the last three years. Stop paying the rising cost of traditional major medical and learn how Health Insurance America is saving people thousands of dollars a year on their health care plans. Don't waste hours on the phone or on a government website. Talk to a live health care consultant right now. Call 1-800-946-1456. That's 1-800-946-1456. 1-800-946-1456. International
0: pressure is mounting against China's communist government. Beijing received global criticism for its mishandling of the COVID-19 crisis. And now it is accused of committing genocide. The U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom warns China's forced sterilization of Uyghur Muslims may meet the definition of genocide under international law. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is demanding that China end the practice of sterilizations and forced abortions. And Uyghur rights activists are calling on the International Criminal Court to investigate. Joining us with more is Sali Hudayar. Mr. Hudayar is prime minister of the East Turkestan government in exile. Sali, it's good to talk to you again, but I guess the reason isn't so good. So last time you were here, we discussed China forcibly removing Uyghurs from their homes, putting them into forced labor during the COVID-19 crisis. So tell us, what is China doing to them now regarding forced abortion.
4: So China has a long-standing policy of uh, forcibly aborting Uyghur and other Turkic babies, initiated its uh, family planning policy back in 1979. In fact, according to the Chinese government, between 1979 and 2009, they prevented uh, 3.7 million illegal births uh, in East Turkestan.
0: Wow. I mean, so this has been going on for a while. It isn't something new. Uh, Why the attention
4: now? So right now, we have actual evidence that the Chinese government is actually carrying out uh, forced sterilization um, versus uh, forced abortions. Um, uh, Hundreds of thousands of Uyghur and other Turkic uh, women have been forcibly sterilized by the uh, Chinese government. So it goes beyond abortion. It's forced sterilization
0: as well. And I'm sure the communist government, of course, would say... Well this is being done for population control. We have nearly a billion and a half people here, and I know in the past they've rejected the legitimacy of the International Criminal Court. So why do you think an ICC investigation now will make any difference?
4: Well, the ICC, uh, as we can, as we've learned from the uh, Rohingya cases, whether um, it happens you know in the country or outside of a country, if there's another country involved like an ICC member state, that is involved in the persecution. In, the, in this case, we have uh, Cambodia and Tajikistan uh, who have deported or prevent, uh, forcibly deported uh, Uyghurs that had sought refuge there to China, where they were then um, sent to uh, concentration camps, prisons and uh, where, where their whereabouts are currently unknown in some situations.
0: Well, yes. And on that, we've talked in the past about China sending Uyghur Muslims to detention camps for re-education, that's what they call it. At least 1 million have been forced into these camps. You believe it probably could be as high as 3 million. Uh, Do you have evidence of that uh, that you could share with us on what's happening there?
4: Yes. So as far as the concentration camps, our our organization back in 2019 had uh, located over uh, 500 uh, concentration camps uh, and prisons and labor camps. And based on The testimonies of former detainees uh, on the layout of these facilities, uh, the size, we estimated that there was at least uh, uh, one million, but more likely three million, which is the same number that was uh, confirmed by the uh, U.S. Department of Defense. And what more can be done about
0: these human rights violations, not only against Uyghurs, but also the people of Hong Kong?
4: Firstly, the signing of the Uyghur Act was a huge uh, symbolic victory for our people who've been trying to seek justice uh, and put an end to these atrocities. Uh, The act would require, uh, uh, would authorize the president, would give authorization to the president to sanction uh, Chinese officials that are responsible for these crimes that are being committed. Uh, It would also, you know, implement, uh, you know, other follow up measures uh, to you know, investigate the issue. Um, This this act uh, right now, it's yet to be officially implemented, and that's why we're trying to uh, encourage the U.S. government and other governments to actually do the same thing by sanctioning Chinese officials. Uh, This is another reason why we opened uh, uh, a case at the uh, ICC. Okay,
0: Salih Hudayar, Prime Minister of the East Turkestan Government in Exile. Thank you. Good to see you again. Thanks for joining us.
5: If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Not only can a CGM immediately reduce pain, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. We'll also provide free shipping of your new CGM and we'll bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar four more times per day and injecting insulin three or more times per day or using an insulin pump, call now and learn how to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket
6: cost. Got an idea for an invention, but don't know what to do next? Call my friends at InventHelp. They've been helping inventors for 35 years.
1: It's easy. With 65 offices,
2: you can meet with an InventHelp representative near you who will keep your idea confidential and explain their invention process step by step. InventHelp has helped over 10,000 inventors get patents. And they offer 3D animations and prototyping services to help demonstrate your idea. InventHelp's exclusive databank includes over 9,000 companies who have agreed to confidentially review new ideas, like yours. Your idea deserves a chance. Don't wonder what to do next. Step into the ring and take your best shot. Put InventHelp in your corner. Take action and get the help you need from InventHelp. Call today for free information. 800-747-0668. That's 800-747-0668. On the
0: 30th, the world commemorated the 75th anniversary of the Allied liberation of the Nazi concentration camp at Dachau, Germany. It came just three months after similar ceremonies were held commemorating the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz. Perhaps as many as one and a half million Jews were killed at those two camps. A total of six million Jews perished during the Holocaust. Over the years, at each ceremony, the cry is never again. But the persecution of the world's Jews isn't going away. As a matter of fact, it's getting worse, even during the COVID-19 pandemic. Here's just one recent example. This anti-Semitic vandalism occurred on the first night of Passover at the Eitz Chaim Synagogue in Alabama. In New York City alone, anti-Semitic hate crimes have jumped more than 20% in the past year. So why is this happening and what can be done about it? Joining us from Helsinki, Finland is Dr. Susanna Kokkonen. She is author of the new book, Journey to the Holocaust, Antisemitism, the Bible and History. Susanna, it's good to see you again. So now we're seeing an increase in anti-Semitism during this COVID-19 pandemic, not only here in the U.S., but also in Europe. What's happening there?
7: Well, basically, I would say about this pandemic that um, the rumors about Israeli-Jewish involvement started actually in Iran. Ali Khamenei, the supreme leader, he made comments about Israeli Zionists and perhaps the U.S. government being... um, guilty in spreading the virus to all these other places. And then that was picked up by the media in Iran, as well as some other leaders. And it spread in social media very quickly. And if you look at the social media, Facebook and other forums, you will see that many times the virus is actually shown, having um, Jewish faces. And there are people who are actually calling for celebrations um, if they know that a person in Israel has died of the virus. And the worst part of it is that there are Israeli researchers who are doing research to develop a vaccine as quickly as possible. And that also is seen as an effort to make money of this crisis so basically the internet somehow has been hijacked by conspiracy theories but many of them are targeting um, either the state of israel or jewish um, communities and then of course we have had many incidents of vandalism and one was in huntsville alabama where i have visited many times one of the most pro-israel places i have learned to know in the united states but during a crisis usually scapegoating, the need to look for scapegoats and explanations increases. And that's probably part of the explanation at this time. And even here in Scandinavia, even specifically here in Finland, where we have a very small Jewish community, we have actually seen vandalism in the recent months targeting Jewish uh, synagogues and graveyards and the Israeli embassy here in Helsinki. which we didn't really think we would ever see in this country. Right
0: here in the USA, in New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio came under fire for singling out the city's one million Jews for warnings when only one Orthodox family holding a funeral violated stay-at-home rules. So why should that response by de Blasio be of concern to us?
7: Well, I think singling out the Jews when anti-Semitism has always connected uh, viruses and the Jewish communities, that's very dangerous, because when you talk about racism or or hatred, it's not the same thing. Anti-Semitism specifically targets Jews, and there are very specific images that are associated with that. And that's why these kind of comments are very worrying, especially when they come from a leader who should be representing all of the communities in his um, area.
0: And and it came just after an attack in New York uh, on a rabbi, uh, his home on uh, Hanukkah, I believe it was. So your book is about anti-Semitism and biblical history. So tell us about that. What's the connection there?
7: Well, so basically, when we try to understand what's happening today, we can't really do that without understanding the past. And the past even includes the Bible because this hatred of Jews is actually rebellion against God's choice. God made a choice. He chose the Jewish people to bring us the Bible, the prophets, and the Messiah. And people are rebelling against that. So my book actually starts from the Garden of Eden, and it comes all the way to our time, including the problems we have today with Iran threatening Israel with genocide, as well as Holocaust denial. So it's it's like a journey.
0: Okay, the book is Journey to the Holocaust, anti-Semitism, the Bible, and history. Sounds fascinating. I look forward to reading it. From Helsinki, Finland, Dr. Susanna Kokkonen. Thanks for setting us straight today.
1: Your paycheck. Your family depends on it. But if something happened to you, you need life insurance. And chances are SelectQuote can get it for you for under a dollar a day. SelectQuote found Michael, 38, a $500,000 policy for under $23 a month. SelectQuote found Anna, 37, a $750,000 policy for under $23 a month. Select quote Secret? They comparison shop a select group of great companies like these for your best rate. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. Since 1985, SelectQuote has saved over a million families millions of dollars on life
5: insurance. Call now. 1-800-546-8380. That's 1-800-546-8380 or go to SelectQuote.com.
2: Discover what over a million families know. We shop. You save. If you're over 50, imagine you could turn back the clock on your stiff, achy joints 10, even 20 years. Imagine you could do this without products that just temporarily hide the symptoms and may have side effects. Imagine no more. Introducing Instaflex Advanced. Get a complimentary sample just by texting MOVE to 231231. Instaflex Advanced is different because it targets the root cause of joint soreness and stiffness. It doesn't just cover up symptoms. Instead, it bathes your joints in its unique combination of five key natural ingredients found in no other product. Key ingredients backed by five clinical studies. Instaflex Advanced is so powerful, you could have better knees in just one week. Maybe that's why it's the number one selling joint brand at GNC. But you can only get your complimentary sample by texting MOVE to 231231. Plus, text now and we'll include a tube of Instaflex pain cream with its exclusive oxygenated oil for fast-acting relief from the pain of arthritis, back aches, and sore muscles absolutely free. Text M-O-V-E to
0: (laughs) 231-231. What began in late May as protests against police brutality and injustice for George Floyd quickly morphed into a social movement demanding change. But the type of change now being advanced would radically transform, if not eliminate, American democracy. Critics of the Black Lives Matters movement say the group is silencing dissent and is ignoring facts to advance an anti-capitalistic agenda. Appearing on The Real News Network, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors admits the group has a leftist ideology bent and purpose.
6: Myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, We uh, are trained Marxists. We are uh, super uh, versed um, on sort of ideological theories. And I think that what we really try to do is build a movement that could be utilized by many, many black folk.
0: Well, here to explain what is happening and how the Democratic Party has embraced this Marxist movement is Vince Everett Ellison. Mr. Ellison is author of the book The Iron Triangle, Inside the Liberal Democrat Plan to Use Race to Divide Christians and America in Their Quest for Power and How We Can Defeat Them. That's a long title, Vince. Well, you're here to set us straight on this, so most Americans, I would think, support change to bring greater equality. And justice for African-Americans, but I don't think it's Marxism that they want. So why is the Democratic Party now embracing this Marxist Black Lives Matter movement?
6: Well, in the 60s, as you know, the civil rights movement had Marxists and uh, communists all in it. Matter of fact, when Martin Luther King gave his great speech, I have a dream. He said that um, 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, the Negro is still not free. Well, that was not true because I was born free. Uh, God gave me my freedom. He said also that we come to government to get our unalienable rights. Well, based on John Locke's Second Treaty of Government, uh, your unalienable rights are, are given to you from God, not government. They're irrevocable, non-transferable, unsellable. So these people have to destroy God in America to bring forth their movement, and their movement is to put government in charge of everything. It's statism. And, 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 and since our, our whole theory of government is based upon our rights coming from God, not from government. They have to destroy God, and they're Marxists, and they've always been this way. That's why they can uh, kill babies in the womb. This is why they can uh, steal money from their citizens. This is why they can uh, destroy ghettos and destroy families and uh, oppress LGBTQ because they don't believe in the basic standards of Christian religion as we do.
0: Vince, it seems that the Democratic Party is now embracing this extremism. But it has a long history of anti-black activity, starting with slavery, the Civil War, opposition to the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendments to the Constitution, then the creation of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, some people wonder why the Democratic Party received so much black support. Don't most African-American voters know the history, or has the party changed?
6: It hasn't changed. The Democratic has always been very good at uh, fighting compromised black people to run interference for them. I call this group the Iron Triangle, most Black politicians, most Black preachers, and most Black civic organizers. I learned about these guys when I was working in the prison system for about five years, and I resigned. You know, the Black intelligentsia was telling me that these Black men were being locked up because of white, rich Republicans. When I went down to the Black community, I saw no white, rich Republicans. I could see a leprechaun to I saw one. I saw a lot of black Democrats in these three entities, the Iron Triangle. That's why, I, that's why I call my book The Iron Triangle. Most black preachers, most black politicians, and most black civic organizers, like Black Lives Matter, was making a lot of money off the chaos. And they were contractors for these uh, rich white liberals from New York and from California. Their job was to do one thing, get the black vote for the Democrat Party so they can remain in power. Ninety percent of the black vote, they have to have it or they're done. And they do not care how they get it. They will oppress, they will miseducate, they will control with drugs, they'll do whatever they have to do to keep the black community under their control, and they've done it since 1800.
0: Well, it seems like there's a big effort to divide people, turn black Americans against Donald Trump, and candidate Trump received about, I think it was 8% of the black vote in 2016. How do you think he's going to fare with black voters in November?
6: He's going to do fine, because Donald Trump is the first Republican president to talk directly to the black community since Abraham Lincoln went to Richmond in 1865. The left is trying to get America to live in condemnation. America has repented. and matter of fact, it's paid close to a million lives in the Civil War, close to $22 trillion since the Great Society. When they come to a white Christian again and talk about white supremacy or talk about white privilege, I hope that this white Christian will say to you that you are a slave looking for a master and I refuse to be your master. You're as good as I am and I will not carry your burden. I will help you achieve whatever you want, you will not blame me for your wretchedness. We have to stop allowing them to make us live in condemnation.
0: And let's not forget Joe Biden is popular with black voters. He received more than black candidates Kamala Harris, Cory Booker in the early Democratic primary. So some political observers say, Vince, that that's because he was Barack Obama's vice president. But will that be enough for Biden to win over more black voters than Hillary Clinton did in 2016?
6: No, Joe, Joe Biden is an old Dixie crap. You know, he's, he um, passed the Clinton crime bill. Uh, that locked up millions of black men. He's fought against school choice, Donald Trump's for it. School choice will get these black children out of these failing schools. He wants to uh, provide abortion free of charge up until the ninth month. Trump is pro-life. Black people in the inner city say they're being hunted by police and they say they're being hunted by gangs. Joe Biden's solution, take their guns away and give them over to the police that they say are hunting them. The Democrat Party is a death cult, and they are conducting a cultural genocide in Black America right now. We are starting to recognize it, and this is why you see the rioting. This is why you see the looting. This is why you see them destroying their own communities, because the Democratic Party lied. They said, if you give me, your children we will educate you. Educate them. They lied. If you put out your men, we'll provide for you. They lied. If you give us your guns, we'll protect you. They lied and the people are tired of the line, but we have to show up and give them an alternative because right now they only have two, a liberal and an ultra-liberal.
0: Okay, the book is The Iron Triangle Inside the Liberal Democrat Plan to Use Race to Divide Christians and America in their quest for power and how we can defeat them. Well, that's it today from The Global Lane. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Parlor, and Twitter. And until next time, be blessed.